I'm Glenn Southam and welcome to the podcast that shares the challenges, successes and advice of marketing professionals working in recruitment. You also get to find out their favourite swear word. You can find me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Southam and the podcast website can be found at thelonelymarketers.com, the no strings network for marketers in recruitment. This is The Lonely Marketer Show. Let's get going. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Lonely Marketer. Um, Apologies in advance, I've got a bit of a cold, so if there's any more sniffs than usual, then I do apologise. Today I'm joined by Lily Sampson, the Head of Marketing from Few and Far, the recruitment company formerly known as Know It. Yes. Yeah. Um, So... Welcome, Lily. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. So uh, just for a kick off, just I want to go it's a bit into your background. Um, you're one of those people who's kind of evolved into a marketer within a recruitment company, having been an office manager and things like that. But yeah. just tell everyone a little bit about your story. Yeah. So um, my kind of first office job in New Zealand was at a recruitment agency. Was Lily is a Kiwi. I am from New Zealand. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's kind of how I got into recruitment. I was doing kind of administration, turned into an office manager, and then kind of moved to London, hoping to get into marketing, which didn't quite find the role, but kind of found this like split role with the recruitment agency. Yep. So office manager stroke marketing. And I was like, okay, that's great. You know, I've got experience in this and I want to get into this. So it was like Foot in the perfect. Door. Foot yeah. in the door. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't kind of too scary going to another recruitment agency. I know how it works. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I got in there. Um, and then kind of nine months into the role, I was like, okay, really kind of can't really do this split role. I'm really kind of more interested in marketing. It's too hard kind of got dipping in back and forth. So Did you did you push that change then with it at Few yeah, and yeah, I yeah. definitely pushed that change. Good. It was kind of the my goal from the beginning. I didn't tell them that when I kind of <laughs> yeah. stepped into the role. But luckily, Sam and Nick, the directors, they're kind of they're really big on marketing, and they had you know marketing person in there since they started. So yeah, I which was that's in good. 2013. So it was very like still startup mode when I kind of got there in 2016. Um, yeah, so it's been almost three years just in the sole marketing role now. Yeah, and I think. I think few and far are one of those kind of new age recruitment businesses from the limited you know amount of research that, that I've done and from the <laughs> brand that I know from you know from speaking with you and engaging with you is that they get how important marketing can play within the business I yeah. think and that's I think that's quite that's quite obvious yeah. yeah so that's been really good they've been really supportive of my role and like leading me kind of lead it and so yeah I've been quite lucky that they put such an emphasis on it and give me a decent budget to to do projects and that sort of thing and yeah they really kind of let me own the role which is great a lot of trust yeah I I think again it's one of these new recruitment models that are coming up which isn't just uh, a client's got a load of jobs we've got a load of CVs let's match them together yeah fewer files approach is different to that isn't it and Looking down at my notes as we speak, the whole attract, build, and sustain model yeah. is is a kind of a new model, but it's the sensible model. And I think, from a marketing point of view, it must be quite a joy to be able to promote that kind of thing rather than yeah. the old traditional way of recruitment or exactly. old school recruitment. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 easy to kind of 
push a service that you really believe in because we Sam and Nick set out to not just be another recruitment agency and I know yeah. kind of everyone says, everyone that says that when they leave <laughs> but you know they they can't live with and breathe it. yeah they do and like we have you know put so much emphasis on community and that's kind of almost our USP like we're very niche and we don't branch out of product engineering data and design it's mm-hmm. kind of just the digital teams that we work on um and then we're really embedded in those communities so that's kind of and how, and how are you embedded in those communities? Because like I say, it's, it's a lot easier from a marketing point of view, and that's easier in inverted commas, um, to be able to get into those kind of communities. But what does Few and Far do to, like say, embed themselves, not just say we're part of the community? Yeah, so when we kind of first started, um, not that I was there, but Sam and Nick kind of built this relationship with Mind the Product. So they started oh, okay. as the... James, the, James Mays. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know James. James Mays. And, yeah, um, yeah. Martin Erickson. Yeah. So it's huge now. It's massive. Yeah. And so we kind of got in early as like their kind of first recruitment partner and they kind of always referred us. They, you know, did some serious vetting on kind of who we were as a company. Well, you haven't you obviously haven't been dickheads or cowboys about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, they, they trust us now. We have a great relationship and we sponsor all their events. We go to the monthly product tanks and the product leadership events and we host our own product events as well. So That's great. Yeah, we do a lot within the product community and now we're kind of starting to do a bit more in those other markets that we work in now, which is like UX design. Yeah. Um, we've sponsored like React uh, event this year. So focusing on engineering, we uh, host a hackathon. Wow. Um, so bring all our clients down. It was actually the first of its kind. So yeah. company versus company, um, hacking over two days for charity so and, that's and how cool. do you find that from a from a marketing point of view do you feel like do you have to be really close with the consultants and the markets yourself type thing you build those relationships yeah I mean it, it's tough because I have to rely on their relationships because I don't <laughs> actually have the client relationships myself so I or have, the technical knowledge probably yeah, too, yeah. so I, I feel like I definitely fall down as a marketer in recruitment because I don't have the recruitment experience but I think I, I bring a kind of different element to it which yep. you know we, we can't all be recruiters in the business and no. I, this is something that really you know grinds my gears if you like this this whole our recruiters are are marketers and then marketers are recruiters but it doesn't work like that they are yeah. different skill sets aren't yeah, they they complement so. each other they definitely do but you know some of the stuff that that you've done for example we'll come on to it I can imagine you you probably look around the office sometimes, no <laughs> names mentioned, um, and you think, there's no, way, there's no way that consultant could have done that marketing. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let, if there's anyone from Few and Far listening, you can judge for yourself whether that appears, uh, that, um, that is one of you. Uh, so moving on to the, one of those big projects is you've recently just gone through a really significant rebrand, and it... You know, when I say rebrand, this is a name change and everything. And yep. this is something you pushed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, so how did how did that start? Why why did you think? So oh, no, know it. Nah. We um <laughs> we had a lot of problems with the name Know It. So <laughs> everyone called us No IT, and that was like that <laughs> oh, was our gotcha. yeah. oh, that was really frustrating because we don't work in IT. And like when I first joined. I remember my first interview and Sam's going, oh, so like, tell us what we do. And I was like, well, you guys do IT? And he's going, <laughs> and, and you he's, know it. he's going, oh, you know, that we don't at all. And I was like, well, IT, I didn't even understand what product 
well, I didn't understand the market we do at all. So, yeah, yeah one of the, well, actually one of the first projects they kind of threw me into, just to go off topic, was um, going and interviewing CEOs and product managers for a video series. So that was like my first week in. Wow. They're like, hey, here's your first project. Go and interview these people. And it was, <laughs> you don't know them. <laughs> it was just, terrifying. Yeah. It was my first marketing job. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand the market at all. So I'm just asking these questions and not really understanding anything they're telling me. So <laughs> that was quite scary. But anyway, the, to back, not back. a bad, Not a bad thing to just... <laughs> Throw yourself in at the no, deep it was end, great, though, isn't it? then yeah. I had all this amazing content, and no one was really doing no no one in recruitment was doing like a video series like that. So, yeah, that was really fun and something we we still reuse that content. Mm-hmm. Like it's great. Um, but to go back to the know it thing, um, yeah, a lot of problems. No one really. It, it, people said it sounded arrogant as well, and that really bothered us. And so. Mm. We kind of asked our customers, uh, clients, and like you what? <laughs> you are you asked customers and clients what they I thought. Know. Yeah, well, we've wow. learned some things wow, from our wow, product wow. managers. Um, and to be honest, the feedback was quite funny. It, it was, you know, like oh, I've always hated the name, or like just some of the stuff was savage. But um, we we're like, okay, well, we're going through this rebrand. We're kind of tweaking our service offering. If we were to ever do it, it would be now. Um, and we kind of sat on it. We we're like, oh, I don't, I don't. It's it's a big thing to do. So let's, yeah. we kind of just put it to the side. And we're like, let's just do the rebrand. And so we chose an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a bit of a a lesson as well. We kind of chose one of the cheaper, kind of smaller companies, mm-hmm. and didn't quite work out. So like the designs we were getting back, we just we just weren't happy with kind of yeah. the road they were taking us down and we hated all the know it logos that they were giving us and we were like kind of put that to the side again so it's been like a really long process because we started talking about the rebrand when i first started which, so how, so how long so how long is it this conversation to, to where we are now three years okay which is crazy but like yeah. we're a small company so taking on like a project like this was yeah significant yeah yeah um so then I kind of brought up the name change thing again um, and really pitched it. And Sam and Nick were like, okay, like, let's do it. But you need to kind of present it to the company and get them on board. And so... so it is, it's so important, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And so it was... I, I never really, like, present to the company. So it was daunting as itself. But um, I had to really kind of go through the steps of why we're doing this. We've asked all these people, this is what... The, feedback has been and just really reassure them that we're going to find something better this is like just kind of addressing all the concerns and Mm. the solutions and making sure everyone felt like you know safe that this was the best choice yeah did you drag you i think i I looked on your linkedin profile you kind of dragged it all the way back to to really understand the purpose of the business and what what you stood for and that's a lot yeah. easier to get buy-in rather than say, look, no one really understands the name. Let's just change it because that, that's, yeah, no, that's it did, ridiculous. It wasn't about just, yeah. you know, um, people think we're no IT. It was, <laughs> yeah. there was just so much more we were doing. and we, we It's just, more people don't know what we are. That, that's the kind of the catalyst, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And we were moving into the US market as well and there was another company called Know It there and it was, there ah, was okay. just going to be a few issues around that. So... Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. At the end of the presentation, I kind of opened the floor for feedback, thinking, oh, my God, these guys are going to shoot me down. And (laughs) 
they were all on board. And oh, wow. <laughs> that was like a, a really good learning curve for me and how I kind of bring people into, you know, what, not what I want, but, you know, mm, just, you just can manage them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, manage them to the path that you yeah, want to go on. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that was really exciting. But and then how, I, did, how did it come to few and far was it just work so you worked with you went to a different agency obviously we, we found a new agency yeah. um and they they were amazing it was just, do you want to yeah. give them a shout out yeah but, um they're called bgn they're in okay. manchester they're yeah really great guys mm -hmm. um small small company so yeah. um we they just got you they got you a bit yeah, more yeah. yeah so we didn't actually give it to them straight away we were like hey we'll come up with the name and then we'll give you the project um, but that was a really painful process. Really? I, I was like, I was determined I was going to come up with the name. I was like, this is going to be my thing. It's going to be amazing. Um, we, we, Lily Associates. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We'd come up with a few. And honestly, I, I, I can't explain how hard it is coming up with a company name in 2019. Are you able to tell us any ones that didn't make it? We had our heart set on found. Okay. Um, it was just really simple. We're like, yes, it kind of, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. And turns out there's a, there was another company in London um, kind of in a similar space to us that had, I think it was just one guy maybe. Yeah. Um, so legal reasons, it was just going to be too hard. And, yeah. and then a few others where you just, oh, honestly, you do, every recruitment agency has every single word in the dictionary. I think I went through every page in the dictionary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was well, a bad go, approach. You go to Latin words and things <laughs> like know. that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of research what other companies did, how they came their name, but there wasn't, there's no real process. It's it's painful, I tell you. I, I, brave, brave to have a symbol in the name, I think. Mm, yeah. An ampersand in the, in the name. I know, we've kind of gone from a a tricky a name we had trouble with to also kind of choosing something that's a little bit oh do we spell it with the and and how was that written on the site and da, da, da. so shot myself in the foot of it there but we love the name and that's kind of it's great yeah, yeah. It, it kind of works with with and, what we're doing and at the time of recording how long has it been live now the new brand since um september this year so about six weeks at the time of recording and uh, How's that six weeks been in terms of um, obviously the big launch and the big shout about it and things like yeah. that onboarding internally and your clients and candidates? How, how's that gone? It's It's been great. I, I This has been such a long time coming for me and I've been yeah. so excited to work with the new brand because, you know, I didn't, I, I hated the old brand. <laughs> we all kind <laughs> love, of did. Love so the company. Yeah, the I, can, I can say that. Like, this this is just so much more me, like, the company we're not corporate at all and so this just suits us it suits our clients like we're really lucky we work in the tech industry so we we can look like our clients that you know starling bank all these kind of new up and coming like amazing the disruptors businesses. exactly that, yeah. you know they don't look like you know the kind of old school recruitment brands so oh, we're like good. we don't need to look like that so so we're really lucky we can have some fun with it and has it has it has just the rebrand and the name change impacted just the way you think about recruitment and the things uh, of marketing, sorry, and the things you do from a marketing point of view? Has that shifted at all? Yeah, I mean, because we've, we've, not that the tone of voice has changed that much yeah. because I've always kind of, 
we tweak that to this is how we always were, this is what we just should look like. Kind what of the thing. people are like in the business. Exactly. A lot of the time. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're still the same people, and I don't think that's changed too much, but it just kind of suits our personality a bit more. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot more fun to market with something you like pushing out. So I didn't really, bringing people to our old website, which was just built by like a freelancer, it just, it didn't function the way I needed it to from a marketing point of view. So it was really hard to kind of drive traffic there and and for it to do all the things I wanted it to do was really frustrating. So now I'm just like, so much more is on the horizon for me now, which is great. I think a lot of that, there's a lot of things that, like other marketers can learn from that is that you kind of put your head above the parapet a little bit and and really push this for the right reasons because I have to talk on the show a little bit more is like if you've got an idea whether it's a marketing a branding idea a communications idea and you really believe in it don't just keep that idea to yourself and get frustrated with it sitting at your desk is go and put it out there yeah. you know it might be a difficult conversation you might get told to f off a, a couple of times type thing but if you keep putting it out there and then you're able to present a, a exactly. decent case is yeah. it'll be worth it in the end yeah you don't you don't get it if you don't ask for it so i've i've been lucky that you know they've given me quite a bit of freedom the things i have and money. really thought about yeah money <laughs> if I come to them with a proposal like I, I do it it's, it's, it's well thought out I don't just go and ask them for things I tell them exactly what we're going to get hopefully in return and this is what I'm measuring myself against and so when I pitch it like that to the directors they say like oh, well we can't say no to that and I'm like great <laughs> and I'm off <laughs> yeah and then from the, from that stage that takes it quite nicely on from when you've got the directors by and that's all cool a lot of the time you're relying on the yeah. shop floor, yeah. in inverted commas, the, the guys who um, who are representing the brand a lot more uh, on a day-to-day basis than we are as marketers or directors, the people who are on the phone to candidates and clients day in, day out. How do you get them, those guys on board with your with your initiatives? Oh, it, it hasn't been easy and my boss has really helped me kind Good. of with this because you know, in terms I, I, of what make, just make it marketing central to what we're I doing. I think how I approach the team. Okay. Because, you know, I used to just go, look, I want you guys to write this or you guys should do this. You guys would be amazing if you did this. And <laughs> that's just not the way to do it. You need to be strategic in how you ask for things, obviously. It's something that I learned. Yeah. And you need to sell it in a way that benefits them because otherwise they're not going to want to do it. Yeah. So what drives them recognition and money so that's exactly how I get them on board with things what kind of being able to show that if you do x this is yeah, going to result in exactly. y and like and using your pay slip yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and using kind of the more social savvy people in the company and ones who are really good at the kind of marketing side of things use them as a case study and champion them yeah exactly and then it kind of filters down so it's been really cool seeing like the juniors um, they're usually uh, the easiest though the new starters oh, and the juniors are a lot easier than great. the people who have like, been here for a couple yeah, of years yeah yeah that was really hard and I, I, I love seeing all the stuff they push out on LinkedIn and they've all got their own tone and unique kind of quirks of how they talk to their candidates and clients and yeah they, they are authentic and it's great that I don't have to like push that too much anymore because now it's filtering down into yeah. the 
talent scouts and talent consultants, and they're, they're just really, really good at it. <laughs> so that's, 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 a, that, you know, that, that's the ideal thing. Um, go and check out Few and Far's most recent employer branding video. <laughs> it is really good, it's, it's fun, it's a little bit different. You probably wouldn't have seen it much before. Um, how was that? How was that? Because that, that, you know, video and that, you know, it's very easy for anyone to do video now, as we yeah, know, yeah. with, you know, with mobile phones and people walking across bridges or in cars and stuff like that. But there's still value in decent quality produced video that are trying to send a message, isn't there? And yeah. obviously, you you've done one of those recently. How's that? How's that been? It was it was really hard. So and Lily I, I, starred in it as well. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't watch myself in that. It was um, something I sat on for a really long time. So from when I pitched that with Sam and Nick, um, that it was probably last year, to be honest. Okay. Um, so not as long as three years that one. That's all right. You're getting it down to <laughs> yeah. a year now. You know, we'll, we'll be out, you know, you'll be able to do things in like a week's time and that stuff soon. Yeah. I hope so. Once I get someone in to help. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm very careful and I'm very cautious because I care about the brand so much and I, I'm a perfectionist. So I, what I push out, I'm just, yeah, I, I, that definitely holds me back a bit. But I think how this turned out, I'm, I'm really pleased because originally it was something completely different what I'd proposed. And what, I'd, what were the aims for the video if we just drag it back a little bit? Um, so this was when we were kind of in a big period of growth we just hired an internal recruiter which was really exciting for us um, and I was working closely with her to kind of how do we attract people and work on our employer brand and mm -hmm. that sort of thing and this is what we we asked ourselves you know what could we do that's really on purpose, which is to create engaging experiences that mm -hmm. challenge expectations. So we wanted, we don't want to look like another recruitment company. We wanted to challenge the stereotype and make sure it was really engaging for other recruiters. Um, and we just kind of came up with this brief of, you know, it needs to be funny because that's who we are and we can we don't take ourselves too seriously. So that needed to come across in the video. Um, yeah. But it's really hard. I, I wrote an entire script and kind of started... You, did you use an, exter an uh, external agency to help you with this as well? Not initially. Okay. I wrote it all myself. Yeah. Um, and everyone was like, yeah, it's great. It's really funny. Um, as soon as you put a camera in front of them. <laughs> yeah. It was taking the piss out of the recruitment industry. And, yeah. and then... <laughs> There's a lot to take the piss yeah. out of. <laughs> and I was like, I've got to be really careful with that. And then the Hague Associates video came out. Oh, and then all God. the piss take videos came out after that. Yeah, the like, Ibiza short shorts and all champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit, I've missed the boat. I was like, I've missed the boat on the taking the piss because everyone. I'm not started. sure they were taking the piss though. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. God, it was horrible, hilarious. But um, the ones that kind of came out after that, taking the piss out of Hague Associates. Yes. Um, so I was like, oh, just don't know if this has kind of been done now. And so I kind of just tweaked it a bit and I was like, all right, just needs to be, just tell them who we are and what we like. And it, yeah, it just kind of Worked. came out a bit more naturally, which was great. So yeah, I'm really happy with, with that. Was that hard getting people involved? Do, do the guys do video themselves at all or not? No, no, no they really anti it actually. Really? Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I, I always find it strange for, um, for recruiters who 
without generalising them, um, who are quite uh, bolshy, you know, they're quite extroverted, down down the pub, even on the phone and things. But as soon as you put a camera in front of them, they'll start to get worried about what everyone else thinks, that people are yeah. going to take the piss I, and I things. did try it with um, one of our guys who's kind of just moved into the US market. Yeah. And we really struggled getting it right. And... It, He's such a confident guy as well, and we we just couldn't get the like final result that we wanted, and we were overanalyzing it, and in yeah. the end we were just like, oh, we can't do it. So, I haven't exactly got a great kind of case study to prove that <laughs> we've done a good job. Um, in the but video. the main <laughs> highlight for you, you're happy with that's great. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's, that's great. <laughs> so, what's the what's kind of the the future looking like from a for a marketing point of view from fewer far now, you know? the rebrands out the way and when I mean out the way I don't mean but I don't have to worry about it anymore there's nothing else to do but what's kind of the next stage for you in terms of planning and what what you're going to be doing for the brand yeah so the next kind of step for me is to hire in a junior marketer which I'm really really excited about if if anyone is interested just connect with Lily direct on LinkedIn (laughs) what have I opened it up to (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah very exciting I've been in this role for like three and a half years on my own and it it's, it's really hard to like bounce ideas off when no one else really does marketing. I've had to really, really own this role myself. Like mm-hmm. Nick and Sam have let me do that, but it also is really hard just, you know, I'm never really told what to do. Yeah. Sometimes you just need validation on what you're, what exactly. you're thinking, don't you? Is, is that and they idea? trust me so much. I'm like, that's so great, but also just help me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have some, you know, a bit yeah. of feedback and... The guys are, are really helpful when I do kind of seek them out and get them to review stuff because at the end of the day, it, it is, it's their audience and they know what, what they want. And so, yeah, they're really helpful when, when I do ask. I'm so you, just so you get some, asking. You get someone on board. Yeah. And then what? What are they um, going to do? What are you going to do? What's big plans for 2020? <laughs> if you're listening in 2019. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think I'm going to be more involved in like the strategy of, of things and this that hopefully the the new person we get in yeah. will kind of help me implement all those things I I've just spent the last kind of three years just setting everything up so I well the I, business has been in a high growth period and you have to kind of deal yeah, with all the challenges just, of the business don't you at that yeah. stage as well it's it's just been lots of project work I, I definitely feel more like a project manager than a marketer most of the time and so now I feel like I can actually once I get someone into help me with all this stuff I can actually focus on marketing and yeah and really kind of show that ROI because I don't I don't think I have really proved my what we're bringing in other than we get a ton of referrals and all the kind of event stuff we do is you want to really be really tied great. back every bit of activity that you're yeah, doing to be so able like to show candidates using clients. those marketing tools like I'd love to have something like HubSpot or to really kind of prove you know marketing what can bring in revenue to the company yeah so that's definitely next year's kind of goals. Keep your eyes out for 2020, everyone. <laughs> um, it's always good to just focus sometimes on, on a couple of screw-ups and things and how and how you learn yeah. um, from things like that. So, you know, whether it's here or uh, at a previous company, you know, where where have things gone not quite right and you've, you've changed your approach or changed your thinking? Um, I think... I just kind of used to do things for the sake of doing things. So yeah. there was not knowing there, your there why. Was, there was no strategy behind anything. Like the, we didn't. I wasn't involved in the company objectives, or like I didn't understand wh- what the business was doing because they 
I was just so junior, they didn't really tell me anything. They were just kind of like, we need a marketing manager. And you manager. probably weren't as experienced or no, maturity to ask. No, I was completely, yeah, it was yeah. my first marketing job and yeah. I was just kind of thrown to do whatever I wanted and I just kind of posted on social media and it was like, didn't really, I was just kind of picking up from where the last girl left off and there was just, there was no strategy behind any of it. So I had to, luckily they brought in a marketing consultant um, who worked with me kind of a couple times a month and he really showed me what marketing was. His name's Amit and yeah, yeah he's been yeah absolute mentor to me and Great. yeah, really made me think about the why and everything and he took us on like the purpose quest and that's how we worked out the company purpose and so Excellent. I've really kind of grown with the company and now I feel like I you know really know how the business works and, really and and equally now you know how much or how much value marketing can add just in terms yeah. of that yeah. that bottom line and sales I can imagine as well. Yeah. Another great message for anyone listening again is like if you feel like you're not proving your worth is just take those take the steps that you need to, isn't it? To yeah. to think about every activity that you're doing is like, well how is this impacting the consultants, the sales, or the wider business strategy. And if you don't know the wider business goals, there's a part of me that suggests that you should be being told those as a wider company mm. anyway. But if you really want to dig into the details, it's just go and ask people above you. Ask what yeah. they want to achieve over the next year, over the next two years, and think, well, what can I do from a marketing point of view that's going to help impact that? It could be anything. It could be repeat business. It could be international expansion or anything. But if you know that, then you can start thinking about the campaigns yourself, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Another great message. Cool. Um, always a good way to, to end the episode <laughs> in terms of the last five questions. Uh, through all the tech and everything that, that you use in your marketing stuff, what if I took it away today, what, what couldn't you do your job with? I don't know if it's so much a, a marketing tool, but it's it's the entire G Suite. So G Suite, that, yeah. that is, I use it every day. I, I would be so lost without it. The whole rebrand project. Uh, In terms it, of like management, it requires everything. so much like collaboration. Like mm -hmm. I work with copywriters and designers, developers, and everyone in the company. Like it's it's so helpful being able to like collaborate on documents. And yeah. I do a lot of Google Hangouts and email all that stuff. It's all part of the G Suite and we that's what we use in, in our business. company and it's it's amazing. I love right. it. That's good. Yeah. Favourite brand? Favourite brand probably Monzo. Like we I've come from New Zealand, we don't have any of those like cool <laughs> startup banks and so that was really cool coming Why over not? here and having, I know. It's not a third world country. <laughs> I, oh, some people in my company think it is. <laughs> questions they ask. <laughs> Monzo, that's good though. Good uh, you know very very reflective of few and far as well, isn't it? Trying to be a little, yeah, trying to be disruptive. Challenger, you know, yeah, challenger the, brand. Yeah. Cool. Favorite sound? Um, really corny, and I don't want to say it, but it's got to be the ocean. So I bought. That's okay. I'm from the coast. From the coast in, in Wellington, in New Zealand, and I really really miss that sound living well, in London. The, you get the sound of the waves of the Thames <laughs> lapping up against the, the side of Southbank. Stunning. <laughs> It's yeah. beautiful. The beautiful blue water <laughs> yeah. of the town. It's so nice being by the water again. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't marketing or office manager or something else, job you could do? Um, like within my capabilities? <laughs> no. No, no. If, if I had the power, it could give you any capabilities this to do any job. This is so weird. And anyone who knows me will be like, 
what the hell, but I would love to be like a dancer. <laughs> right. Uh, now we have to dig into this because people are gonna they're, they're either gonna make up their own minds about it, or we could we could just cut it out now. What kind of dancer? So I have this weird obsession with watching like hip hop dance groups. Okay. I'm obsessed with Paris Goebel. She's like a choreographer from New Zealand who's like made it huge. Yeah. Um, and she has these really cool like dance crews and I just find myself on YouTube going in this well, so like, you rabbit be like hole. A, like a backing dancer to someone like Missy Elliott? Yeah, would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Um, best question of all is, all the time, favourite swear word? It's not something I say often, but I love the shock value. So I'm going to have to say the C word. Okay. Still uh, 30 episodes in, no one's actually said it. And they've always <laughs> just said C word or C bomb. So one day, one day we'll get there and someone will have the guts to actually enjoy it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's another episode wrapped up. Oh, it's a brilliant episode. Um, you know, anyone thinking about going through big rebrand, projects and not just doing it for the sake of it reach out to to lily as well as anyone who's going through that that journey of maybe transferring from one role to another within a recruitment company which is quite common just uh reach out to her and i'm sure she'll be happy to talk um but that's another episode done and dusted thank you very much lily thank you <laughs>